What's poppin' people? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Authentically Iconic Podcast with your host. Of course, today I am joined with two beautiful guests, and I am so grateful and so excited to have them both here. Um, they both individually have, well, they both have a podcast together and then also their individual accounts. So we're going to be going through just kind of introducing each other or each other introducing themselves. Yeah. So <laughs> my name is Queen Janine. Love that. And that is my Instagram name. Yes. And, and we'll have all of it down below, of course. <laughs> Linked. Yes. Hi, my name is Jerilyn, but the homies, no, for real. Uh, the homies call me Jer. It's your girl Jer on Instagram love that and she's been on my podcast already i really don't know the number of the podcast it was a while ago when it seems like a lifetime ago honestly <laughs> it was this year though that's all i know true it was this year um so yeah jerilyn's back at it again with her insight um today we actually had a girls day and went thrift shopping yes. and um you know now we're just chilling here drinking some wine um i've been on their podcast previously how many years ago now that was like, like 2019 i think two two three yeah damn okay so their podcast name is tea with queens, queens. right tea okay. with queens. podcast and that will also be down below for y'all to peep because there's a lot of insightful episodes especially for my people that are still in college or like you know just want some tips to like share <laughs> with people because i feel like you guys shed light a lot about like the grind after college and like or the grind during college like things like that which is i feel really important mm -hmm. um for anybody especially when you are in college because like what mm -hmm. <laughs> i feel like where do you get that resource yeah if you don't get it from like a counselor or whatever so yeah, check them out. Today, we're going to actually be talking about a couple of things per usual. Um, but the biggest thing is just mostly like life after college, I guess, and just how different things shift in your life after. Um, and of course, like if you didn't go to college, I guess it would just be like what your early 20s, mm -hmm. you know, so your early 20s versus your mid 20s, late 20s, like, because I really do feel now the older that I'm getting, like and I'm tw I'm 25 and I genuinely my perspective is like that every single year it's something different like you're just you're evolving as a person and so I I think it's important to honor like every life stage, stage. Yeah. yeah so yeah I want you guys' thoughts on that like one of the biggest things I guess that you could shed light on that you struggled with transitioning from your college life to like your your I guess what normal life not college life mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like life after college is an interesting concept because... <laughs> you're winging it. <laughs> no, for real. But Every single day, you're winging it. It's also like no one's going to come tell you that, hey, maybe you shouldn't be drinking a whole bottle of wine at this time. Or no one's going to be like, hey, no third, third blunt of the day, like that's probably not a good idea. Or like, hey, maybe you should get up and like not be binge watching whatever show you're watching, or and like going avoiding to shit, like or going out. Parties. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's just kind of like you have this agency over your own life now. So it's really Absolutely. coming into your own. And I also feel like it's a perspective shift too, because some people Huge. view themselves as victims, and other people don't view themselves as victims. I and can't recall what the opposite of a victim is. Wow. I don't want to say hero. I don't think that's the right term not but a victim not that's yeah like not a victim so it's just kind of like you as you go through life you can kind of see other people's perspective and how they treat themselves and how they treat others and what they like chose mm -hmm. to live in their life i guess because yeah. 
I mean, I feel like you obviously, and we can talk about core values all day, but like, I feel like we have core values that are instilled in us from a very young age. And then it's like, you're exposed to grade school, K through 12, and then you're exposed to college after if you go to college or you're just exposed to new environments, new people. And that also in a way impacts your journey too. Mm -hmm. So it's like all necessary. Like I, cause I like literally, and this is why I tell everybody, like, like if you can look back at your life and not regret shit, like that's the best feeling because it's like we have this obsession as a society. And I'm sure like you guys see this just as much as I do, that there's like this obsession on being young and maintaining young. And like mm-hmm. a lot of people obsess on it, like physically, which for me, it's kind of crazy because I'm just like, bro, like you're going to be 60 one day. Like you're going to be 70. Like, you know, you just keep getting older. Um, and there's some that's there's something beautiful in that too, in my opinion. I know it's like not looked at in a positive way, like aging or whatever. Mm. But I just feel like it shouldn't be looked at the way that society looks at it. Like society is like, oh, like you're 30, like oh, you better be doing this and doing this and doing this, and oh, you're 31, why don't you have kids yet? And it's just like, bro, like leave leave people like alone in their own timeline because everybody has their own timeline. That's another thing I've noticed, like we sit here talking about we put so much pressure like oh i need to i need to blow up when i'm 20 i need to blow you know and it's like bro no like you could literally blow up at 30. (laughs) it can happen you know like have fun too yeah just like working all the time like sucks like no one wants to do that like no one dreams of work like like when i think of a dream job i'm just kind of like i don't really want to work bro but I want to create like Myra. no, I just want to create an opportunity to where like I can work and it doesn't feel like work, but then also have agency over my life and not feel like I have to be like, oh, can I have this? Like time you don't off? belong to a company. Yeah. And you don't have to like ask for time off. And I think I'm very happy that you said that about like work because how and I'm gonna ask both of you like what how was that transition like because work becomes your new social circle in a way Mm -hmm. and so when you like don't because like don't get me wrong like i like i respect and get along very well with like my coworkers, and i'm very like appreciative right because you can get really bad co-workers so i have good ones but i I don't connect with them on the way of like making them my friends or like sometimes they're like in an older age group Mm -hmm. and i don't really feel like you know like Mm -hmm. comfortable or like just even like really relate on certain shit so um i feel like that also impacts yeah i think you're right and i can speak to that because i've had a mixture of both like you know great leaders and not so great leaders and i had i worked in an environment where everyone was like family and it was like kind of like i don't know it was it's just kind of interesting how like you either click with people or you don't yes but i tend to click with my coworkers and like yeah but i don't require like a friendship i think it's just more like getting just being cool and like being exactly. yourself and, and being, like being you know, nice and being, just being a good human but like also like there's co-workers that will 100 snitch on you <laughs> and 100 like make you out to look a certain way in front of yeah you. like there's like really sneaky co-workers too that's why i learned a long time ago like i don't really feel comfortable like my boundary which everyone's different, but like I just don't like having them on my social media. Like I've mm-hmm. I've had coworkers on my social media before, and that did not go well. Like I feel like I don't share any. Like I, now I don't share anything that's like I wouldn't hide. So, but I do yeah. put most of my content on my close friend story. I will and say that. See what I'm saying? Like there's just because I think about it. Yeah, exactly. So, but I like, I like I'm a very social person. I think. Yeah. So I think I just like to like. Um, 
kind of get to know people yeah. and the only way you can. I think for me, it's because of what I do, because I'm on the social. Yeah, like, I work me too. In, I'm in social. I, yeah. Right. Like I work in social services, but then also it's like I create content. Yeah. And like a lot of people in my, my social services, they don't know or understand like my vibe or my content. Like, you know what I mean? So I just don't want to have like, that awkward conversation. That. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to have the awkward conversation of like, oh, so you model? Like, don't like just, I create That's content. That's not. Honestly, I, just, I, yeah, like, honestly, like I just create content. I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm just kind of like, whatever, bro. Like, my <laughs> profile is public. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Mine is too, you know what I'm but, saying? But I don't know if I want them to actively be following true. me and, like, watching my stories. True. Like but honestly, like, I've posted, like, videos of me smoking. Like, if I'm on vacation, like, I'm not at work. <laughs> like, I'm out of the office. Like, really? like I'm gone. Like, I've, like, when you're videos just like, or, like, it, I'm just gonna I've gone to festivals. I'm like, I'm out doing something. I'm not just, like posting that every day on my but story. the thing is let me ask you this what's the age age range or demographic in your jobs i would say young. it's a predominantly young Thank company you, yeah you know remember when chloe kardashian would be like conversate i'm dead <laughs> I, I wish that was a word like, i also wish irregardless was a word. irregardless it's regardless i thought i thought irregardless was a word no no <laughs> it's just regardless i'm dead okay what were you talking about you said to talk about um social and like, how like social social media plays in all of our lives i feel like that's kind of something that we have nowadays. in common and it's also like something that's just like the norm yeah and i think also um i think like how it's being normalized too because it's like it's 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 scary but at the same time i just feel like we're so unprepared <laughs> like i don't know if you guys saw the thing about the facebook whistleblower thing did you guys see that i have like Honestly, for anybody that did not maybe. watch that, it's literally on CNN's like YouTube channel, and like y'all should go watch it because it was very insightful. Um, it was very insightful, and essentially, like she literally went to Congress, bro. Like this is a brave ass woman because she she's thirty seven, I think, mm -hmm. and she worked. Um, I'm just gonna give a summary, fuck it. But like she worked for Google, and then she worked for Pinterest, and then she worked for Facebook. Um, and basically, like, she's saying that, like, essentially the way that they're collecting our information, Facebook particular, and then Instagram as well, um, is that they're essentially not only, like, using it for their own personal gain, but that they know, then they're aware, and there has been tests and um, research done that shows that um, people's, like, uh, young children and, like, whoever's using the app um, is, you know, being affected by it in a negative way mm -hmm. and that um usually hateful speech is what is like being promoted on there and it sells so like the more that it sells like obviously they're gonna make more money and that it targets small kids because they're longer to they're most likely to use the app the longest it's horrible you know so they can obviously get from them so she's saying all these things bro in congress they're just like discussing and i think like, yes, it's playing a huge role and people are accepting it as a society now. But also, I feel like we need to figure out, like, how are we going to tame this robot? Because this is an actual robot. Like, social media is a robot. The algorithms and shit, that's a robot. Like, it's so hard. You're getting it's in very like, interesting. Interesting territory because I feel like how involved do you want like the federal government to be but in terms of regulation so it's just like an interesting conversation that, that part that part and it, honestly that's like if i'm keeping it a bug that's like why i stopped watching black mirror really? I, it's too yeah. real yeah 
if I'm keeping it a buck. Because I remember, like, I believe the year was 2018. And even, like, okay, like us. Like, our generation is so unique. Like, millennials and Gen Z, unique as fuck, right? Mm. Because, like, we lived during, like, pinnacle times that like technically zillennials yeah like it's like okay there we go technical term because it's like we've lived through a very unique different period like because we can remember like when facebook was cool like in high school and shit i remember using a floppy disk for a report yeah or like like, printing out like like, printing out directions Directions. for your parents like people used to use like actual like bro that would stress me out what was that dude because people would never print it on time that's why no it was that but then like you missed the exit and i'm like my mom's like where are we going i'm like i don't know bro i'm like (laughs) i'm four you're just like i'm not the co-pilot and they're over here talking about 0.4 miles. Yeah, they're what all the mad. fuck is 0.4 like, miles, bro? I don't know. But anyway, so it's like our generation has lived through the time that, like, technology completely took a 360. Like, we understand DVD players. We understand CD players, fucking boom boxes. Like, so flip phones. We saw the cell phone evolve. Mm-hmm. We literally saw the cell phone in, the, in our little hands, <laughs> and it would literally evolve with us. Like every single year, I remember my first touchscreen phone. I remember my first like smartphone, quote unquote. Like it's just like it's shifted so much from what it used to be. And to be honest, now it's it's. I feel like it's it's not as tameable as it used to be. Like I remember, and 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 I would want to. I'm dying to know if this has ever happened to you guys. Because I got my first cell phone when I was 10 years old, nine or 10, don't quote me, but one of those years. And it was a flip phone. And sometimes I would leave it at home mm-hmm. and like, like on accident or whatever. But then I would go to school and like, I'd be like, oh shit, I forgot my phone. But it wasn't like such a like issue nowadays. Like I'm like, oh, I'm literally turning around and going to get my phone. Like, you know, so what has been y'all y'all experience with that? Like, when did you guys get your cell phones and stuff, and like how? Well, our first phone is, was our a first quote unquote phone was a Firefly. My mom, my mom was tripping honestly. Those yeah, it had like four numbers. Like the the it, it had four numbers: mom, dad, <laughs> police, and the fire truck. Bro, I get my kid that though. It was Shit. dumb as hell. It was, I was like, why? Like it was now, kind of embarrassing, but also it was I loved so it. Embarrassing. It was so two thousand. <laughs> okay, but like also thought. Like, when you have kids, like, if you guys want to have kids, whatever, like, you know, in the future, like, I think about, like, when is the right time to give my kid I would say like, an iPhone? When? When? An iPhone, though. Because now it's not about, to, I can't give my kid a flip phone. I feel like 10. I can't give my kid a like flip 10 phone. 10 is reasonable. 10? That's so little. But they're using the iPads already. So yeah, young. like, they're going to they're gonna know. Oh, shit. I don't know. I'm also kind of team no kids at the moment. <laughs> So no, I'm just like I kind of just want to chill, honestly. Like I just I look at my coworkers, I just like look and don't you guys have a little brother though? No, no, he's our cousin. Okay, everyone thinks he's our brother. Um, Twelve, yeah, he's okay. Does he have an iPhone? Yeah, and he has has an iPad, and he has a laptop, and he has a Switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a switch, he has, er- a lot. has everything. I don't know. It's just hard for me to sit here and judge right now because, like, I'm not in that situation. So it's like, who's to say? Well, yeah. Who's to say what I would do? I just feel like for me, like, I definitely see myself being a parent in the future, and I'm just like, how it is right now. Like, I used to be like, I've seen people that just like hand a fucking iPad to their kid, and it's I don't just like, do that. I t- we don't, but it's normalized, bro. And and like people like. 
it's like they use it as a tool. It's like a parenting tool because mm-hmm. I've seen it like where it's like you're at fucking Vons and like usually a kid is like bugging at a Vons <laughs> like for no reason. Nah, he's tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, literally, they're, like, you know what I'm saying? The five-year-olds are, like, I want this. And, like, being hella extra. Yeah. Like, and they literally give them an iPad and they're posted. <laughs> so, I'm, like, that's why I'm, like, I don't know. And, again, like you said, like, we won't comment because it's, like, we don't have kids. <laughs> so, it's, like, I don't know. But I just, that's, like, difficult to think about. And how young they're, because, like, I know my parents for a fact, if iPads even existed in the 2000s, they'd be, like, nah. <laughs> Absolutely. I had a Game Boy Advance and they took it away. I feel like my mom, what she did with us was that if we had stuff like that, it had to be educational, which was like, I don't know what's worse, not having anything or like having, <laughs> you have to be having the educational equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> educational leapfrog. Leapfrog. No, yeah. for real. I used to, I mean, they were kind of cool. Leapfrog. That was cool, but yeah, I feel like that is a good compromise. I used to because, have those like, laptops that were fake that you would like turn were fun, on though. and could write on them. The Barbie one was like the best. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's all the how they one. use it, and yeah. I also I feel like if I had a child, I would want them to be doing other shit. But I feel like also I'm following my child when like during middle school and shit, like fuck, like that's just so crazy because it's like. We're in a day and age where people make Instagrams for their dogs and for oh their cats. No shade. Um, for their, like, I have to give disclaimers. For their dogs or for their, like, you know, cats. Like, people, for their fucking, like, hedgehogs or whatever. Like, <laughs> there's an Instagram for anything. So it's oh, that's like, me. I make Instagram, you, like, every week. You Like, babies have, like, Instagrams, you know, when they're born. As soon as they're born. That's wild. You, but that's true, though. Know. It's just normalized. I don't know if they'll do that. I don't want that. You like, know? <laughs> it's, no. It's a little it's much. Like, I'm, just, I'm just saying the shit that's normalized. Which, true. to me, like, it's really creepy to me. Like, it may be all be a future parent that's making them an Instagram uh, to live their own life. Or, I don't know. Like, because you can put them on yours. But maybe they just want one. But it's like, why do they need their own Instagram? They're, like, a month and a half old. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, mom, I'm a newborn. I'm dead. And the thing is, is like, that's my other thing. Like, oh my God, I have this question. Are you guys familiar with like the Ace family and like all like the, uh, like yeah, the family YouTube channel community? Yeah. Honestly, like, what vaguely. are your thoughts? I feel like. What are your thoughts? Because they're like, we're just, I know it sparked something in my head because you guys were saying like how it's like, mom, I'm one month old. And it's like a lot of these kids don't get any type of consent to be mm-hmm. filmed their entire life. Like. Because they, they're filming them, like, the whole concept of, like, the family cha- ch- channels or whatever. It's, like, you know, it's, like, a couple, whatever they make it about them. And then eventually they grow a family. So it's, like, you know, the first kid, the second kid. Like, the Ace family literally, I don't follow them personally, but they have, like, a, I just, I don't like their content. But obviously I feel like everyone pretty much knows about them. They have, like, over 99, oh, me. 99 um, million, like, subscribers on youtube and wow. it's like each of their their videos like each video gets at least an average of like five point something million views so like do you feel but it's like dude they took like thumbnails and stuff of like they they staged a robbery like like just for content and it's just like do you imagine being a kid like that's why i'm asking like what are you guys' thoughts on that you know it's weird because I can't really put myself in that situation because I didn't grow up like that. Like, like you said, like it was just, just like a pivotal time where our parents were also technically savvy back then Mm -hmm. in their time, but now they're not anyways. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, Which so that so like they it wasn't normal for them to like post pictures of everything. Like everyone had albums and scrapbooks and like things that you could touch that were tactical. And I feel like now it's just so easy to everything's like, accessible. Yeah, and then some people will seek that, but I'm not sure. I I mean that's just a lot of work to be honest. I feel like that's a lot. But it's it a lot of money though. I know, but yeah. like, that's a child. Right, but it's like, but you think about like these people are literally walking around with Bugattis and fucking yeah. like the most expensive cars on earth, like, and they have they literally bought a mansion in LA and it was like controversial, but they bought two mansions and put them together and made like a mega mansion. That's how much money these people have. So it's like, I feel like I'm like, it, it could be because you never know what's going on in a relationship. Really, it's like it could be something very toxic going on and it's like you keep going because it's like well that's it's your lucrative. income yeah so i don't know that's where it gets a little tricky for me personally i mean who knows if anything's real like yeah i don't know i only like show the best you're also that's opening that's true your kids up to a lot like you're opening you're opening up to public comment on your children yeah. and I, I don't know i feel like that's a lot of pressure i think even it's definitely a lot of having a podcast and like going to work and having a life like that's like one thing and it can be draining it, it can be an, it can be exhausting so i can't imagine what that feels like for a child and to not have the agency to be like i don't want to do that i don't yeah. want to do this because they don't have the agency. that's all they know and basically and maybe like like when she gets older like or the kids when they get older that's probably when they'll be able to like say anything you know but by like, then they'll like probably have song. so but by then they'll probably have so much money it's mm-hmm. not even funny they're, they're you know i mean because i'm just like, like dude 200 if you have like a hundred like whatever close to that million subscribers on youtube like understand you're you're capturing a lot of people like that's a that's a huge view like level that not every average channel like reaches so it's a it's, lot of responsibility it's a lot of responsibility for sure Honestly, from the outside looking in, I'm that's their circus. Like I can't yeah, comment on dude. their monkeys, but I wouldn't do that for myself. Yeah. And it's it's very um again, it's like with social media, there's this is I forget who I was talking to about this shit the other day, but it's and I, I mentioned this in like two podcasts ago or something, because I was talking about how like our life is not does not equal fifteen seconds because it's like I feel like social media being polarized the, the level that it is now, it's like it's like people really assume what the fuck they want to assume off of just like your story or what, you know what I mean? It's like, they just, they assume what they want to assume. And you could be going through the shittiest moment. You could be spiraling and people wouldn't even know because you can't post vulnerable shit on Instagram. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you, the closest to vulnerable you're going to get is your close friends. And even then, like, yeah. you don't, you can't be vulnerable in there either. So but I've definitely, like, been the type to, like, especially because of mental health and how it's been normalized over the time. I think moving forward, like, just what we were speaking earlier about how, like, society is now making this the norm. Like, I think we should also normalize with that mental health, checking in with people's mental health. Like, not assuming that just because the grass is greener on social media, it's fucking greener. Because that's just not the fucking truth like it's, it's, yeah and in reality is harsh it's not a nice picture on social media and we can't allow our generation or the the kids that come after us more importantly to like understand or make it seem like 
humans are controlled by this shit. Like we have no agency on how we dictate our lives outside of social media. Cause that's, you have the virtual reality of your life and you have the reality of your life. And those are two like very drastic things that there's not going to be a way to find common ground. There just isn't. And we know that now because we've been in this social media shit deep. Like, I don't know how many years, like, I feel like everything can change in an instant too. Yeah. Like, what if the app disappears or the app's down? I mean, we saw that. You guys, and I spoke about this shit in, like, 2018 because it was so, that was, like, the last Instagram shutdown. I was in, I remember, or 2019. I I remember being in college, and everybody, like, obviously, college is a very social environment. Like, everybody uses Snap and all these different things. I remember it shutting down, and people, like, did not know how to act. Like, forgot who they were. Like, when I tell you the whole conversation the whole conversation that you would have with people during that time was IG's down, bro. Like, why is it down? Like, and that was the similar thing as this time. Like I remember Twitter was also functioning during that last IG shutdown and this time it was functioning. And I remember, and my entire timeline, I woke up and it was like, IG is fucked up. What's going on? IG, this is annoying. IG this, like, because we're at a point now where we rely, we rely on social media to give us this sense of release because it's been scientifically proven that it gives us dopamine. So Mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously the likes and everything like that, just like it'll give us serotonin when we don't get a lot of likes and a lot of engagement or whatever, like it gets to us. So they know that (laughs) these companies know that like it's social media has not shifted so much. I just think now it's normalized and it's like, everybody's using it. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like if you're not using it, you're kind of irrelevant at this point, you know? unless you're from like the past generation that just like don't care for it my dad doesn't have an ig he doesn't care my, now that is my, my dad <laughs> i'm kind of glad dad doesn't have an ig he's on facebook though he watches my like parents they are love on facebook, facebook too i don't my mom facebook. was mad when facebook was down you guys <laughs> i mean i have facebook but i don't use it i only use I it have to have it i had it in yeah. like high school yeah. but it's like for work too though honestly i just have like a bunch of random stuff on there I don't use it actively. I don't really, because I like the different, it's the different audiences, you know? Because <laughs> you have, like, family members on there. Like, that's just annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to deal with that extra shit. I don't even like some people, like, from my family even, like, following me on social media or Instagram. Like, mostly just Facebook, you know? I keep it like you that. You guys can have Facebook. Right. You guys can have Facebook. I don't even use it at all. Because we used to use it when it was lit. Like, when it was like when I it was like 2012 my, and shit. my first mm-hmm. facebook post was loving that song tiktok by kesha <laughs> i was ahead of my time because then she blew up i was the next ahead year. of my time she blew up now you manifesting and then kesha's everyone was great. like oh my god i love tiktok and i'm like yeah i've been listening to kesha she's the shit <laughs> <laughs> that song really went crazy though i remember she mm-hmm. dude how sad though her yeah. like whole story in the industry she's still fighting though she really is a warrior like, I know, but, like, dude, that's, like, literally, like, Britney Spears. Man, free Britney. Free Britney. Like, for real. Because I, dude, just, I've watched every documentary that has come out, possibly. And personally, just to say, I personally did not judge her. When she was going through that shit, the, the spiral, I, even as a kid, thought, like, that must be a lot of pressure. It's just, like, the mm-hmm. amount of, like... Um, what are they called paparazzi that would like follow her and now learning that like these paparazzi were making over millions of dollars off of a picture 
of her. Like, it's just depressing. And I, I remember people, do you guys remember, like, when her, when she shaved her head? Yeah. Like, what was, honestly, people, a lot of people do that, crazy, though. But I'm just kind of like, how is it different than someone getting their nipples pierced or getting a tattoo? Yeah. Or dying yeah. hair. Yeah. Like, or shaving their head. Yeah. And just, honestly, just undercut. going through it, I think it's just the empathy was missing. And I also think this part, we were only being shown part of it. Because I feel like her kids were there too. I don't know. I'm not like a Britney historian, but I feel like her kids were there. <laughs> but I also she feel like, like we didn't like we didn't have access to the media as much as we do now. True. So that's like something positive, I guess, because we can control the narrative a little more. Cause like personally, I would have not liked to be a celebrity in like the two thousands or any time before because it's like Ruthless. Not only ruthless, but then also it's like you genuinely like don't can't control one narrative about yourself. Yeah. Like, there's not one narrative. Like, I wonder, like, you mean, like, Princess Diana, like, all these people, like, 80s, 90s, whatever. It's, like, a lot of them didn't get to control the tabloids. Even the Kardashians, you know, as as controversial they are, a lot of shit was, you know, plastered on there, like, during the time, like, through the media and stuff that, like, wasn't necessarily true in the 2000s, right? So I think that's what happened to Britney, too. I think, like, the timing... But then I also feel like the laws are interesting too because like slander and libel and like we're learning about all that shit and then also just like seeing it's like freedom of speech but it's just like they're lying. So do you know what I mean? So it's just kind what? of like how does that how does that play? And I also just feel like it's not nice. Do you like, think I would hate just, it. I don't do think just, I can handle it. Do you think they just look at it as like this is our free our right to be able to switch this shit the way that we wanted to? Like, that's their right? Not necessarily, like, what they're saying? I think... Because they're just basically shifting it for personal gain, right? Yeah. So that's why it's, like, that's tricky. It's interesting, because I feel like it's in the public space also. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not personal. So as a celebrity, you give up part of yourself. So you don't have the ability to just go to Target and, like, get what you need to get like you can pay someone to like go get it for you it's that part but then it's also like your anonymity is gone as well so because you're in the public sphere like honestly if i walked around hollywood no one would know who the hell i am but if like rihanna walked around hollywood everyone would know who she is so she doesn't have the mask of anonymity i don't necessarily think it's a mask Mm. but i think it's just the option of just like being her yeah do you think with the shift that we're seeing in like celebrity um because i don't give a fuck what anyone says influencers are treated like celebrities yeah i don't give a fuck like people always try to sit here and like talk shit about influencers influencers are influencers like we're in a space now where instagram it's a problem if it shuts down because people make money off of that Mm -hmm. actively every day so it's like it's a problem if that shuts down because of that do you guys believe or think that the celebrity culture narrative that we have that we personally grew up with, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, we had a different view on celebrities versus now it's kind of like celebrities have the power to kind of dictate most of their narrative, especially if in the context of an influencer. And I'll give you an example, like Bretman Rock, like he's iconic. And I, I personally believe he's iconic <laughs> for our generation. I do. And also it's like, have you seen his man's house? Like, that's all I have to say. Like, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like that he's shifting the narrative of like what a celeb. I guess you just have to live in Hawaii. It's Playboy <laughs> I think the advent of social media and the advent of smartphones changed everything. So I think so that's. So you do think it is going to change? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you look at the celebrities in the 90s or. Yeah, 80s, 90s. Exactly. <laughs> so they were able to like wild out because we didn't have a smartphone and we weren't able to record it. I'm not saying that they're able to wild out, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like the party scene of the 90s was iconic. I feel yeah. like we first saw this with like the Disney kids, mm-hmm. you know, like Vanessa Hudgens and her nudes leaking and, <laughs> you know, like Wait. stuff like that. Like, they that's like, interesting. like that. I feel like that's what I remember about social media. Like, yeah. People, I don't know it was just like a big thing. Yeah, it was like kind of like I guess a way to have fun, but like I girl, I remember when Chris Brown's nudes were leaked. That was a different time. And that was like I think during the time he was dating Rihanna, I'm pretty sure. But like it was it was crazy. Like and and that was like pretty much the only thing though. That's pretty much it. Now it's like you live online. So and and honestly, now I understand too like when people get like Oh, he, like I love Valentina Voigt. Okay, like she's like one of my favorite, like I guess quote unquote influencers. But mm-hmm. she's a designer too. But I just love her branding and marketing and stuff. And like a lot of the stuff, like she she talks about because obviously she's still growing as like an influencer. So she doesn't have like a millionaire or something. I don't know what she has, but um, she always talks about how like I forgot what the fuck the point I was trying to make. <sighs> I forgot what the fuck I was. Thinking. No worries. Mm-hmm. No worries. Um, oh, that she. <laughs> I what the fuck I was saying. My train of thought. I had it right there too because I was trying to connect it. I feel like it's like social currency, also. Yeah, but I feel I don't know with her specifically. I think she started talking. Now nah, I remember. She was. She started talking about how as she's grown her audience. This is a girl that went viral on Twitter and just built her company off of that. Um, she's way more like, she'll post like once, like in a day. And I never understood that. Like, I was like, I, I would imagine that when you get to a certain level of like, oh, I'm an influencer, I have all these followers, I have this like, um, I guess. Um, responsibility. Responsibility and just like, I have this platform mm-hmm. um, that you would use it more. But I think I find, and, and I get it now, cause I'm like, dude, like, it's probably hard mentally. Like it, the amount of thousands of people, like people with 15K followers be stressed off of social media sometimes because mm-hmm. people are like millions of people are like DMing them and stuff. So I could only imagine like what Cardi B's DMs are like. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like imagine like a celebrity that has like millions of followers on Instagram. Like it's a lot of or, energy. Or, or Ky- exactly. And like Kylie Jenner too. Like she has what? Like 200. She, this girl is damn near at 300 million. She is damn near at 300 million. She's like 200 and something. Million. Last time I saw it. Same with Kim Kardashian too. So it's like. Rise and shine. Right. <laughs> I wonder if it makes what are it your hard DMs to show like? up. At like to show up in everyday life. I'm sure it is. Because at the end of the day, like all the shit that we've revealed after speaking about social media for the past couple of minutes like it's like in a way it's two different things and i and like i said i don't think we're gonna i think people fantasize about that day but i don't think we're gonna be able to possibly as humans be able to mesh instagram world with real life like that's just not realistic you know i wouldn't want that either me either the average person wouldn't you know what i'm saying so i don't know 
Um, any other thoughts, ladies? <laughs> Anything else? Any You want to end up with like a positive mantra? Or anything positive that has been helping you, I guess, in the past couple of weeks? Because we're still living in a very difficult time, bro. Like, I will quote my tattoo. This too shall pass. Yes. I love that. that I love that. I think this too shall pass. And energy cannot be created or destroyed. So that means that what you're going through right now, someone at a moment in time, just in general, has been through it. So, like, if you feel like you're alone, you're not. And it's just recognize when you're putting yourself on an island and, like, isolating yourself because human beings need other human beings. So you're not alone. Like, ask for help. Like, be honest and vulnerable of where you're at. Authentic. And, yeah, just, like, be authentic. Just bringing it back home. Be authentically iconic and just, like, live in your own truth, like, every single day because – I mean, it, I, it's so cliche, but you really don't know how many days you have left. So yeah, it's just doing the best that you can every day. And let's just be real. Like, life is shitty. Like, sometimes things suck. Like, for real. Like, sometimes things suck. And, and but we, also, that means sometimes things can be good. And also, like, you're, nine times out of ten, your shitty situation is setting you up for a better situation. And it's literally just teaching you so you can be grateful when mm-hmm. you're in the fucking situation that you want to be in. I've learned that. But for me, I think, like, the biggest thing is appreciate those that show up for you understand how difficult it is to show up for somebody and then then think twice and be appreciative of those that actually show up for you Mm -hmm. because that alone takes so much energy you know especially like with all the things that we're shifting every single day and all the things that we're going through etc you know it's like you don't know what it's taking somebody to show up for you in that moment but they did so appreciate that you know like be more mindful of that i've always it's about you know people always say put yourself in people's shoes but it's like yes but at the same time just appreciate just Mm -hmm. appreciate that they're going out of their way to even take your call right now or to talk to you because you're going through some shit like people don't have to do that nope you know that's just the reality of it so lastly i just wanted to talk about briefly how the world we're living in is extremely draining and triggering Especially for those who are in our age range, Gen Z, or Zill- what the fuck? Zillennials. <laughs> so a millennial, a Gen Z, a mm-hmm. Zillennial, whatever you identify as. It's difficult for us because we're just going to keep it a bug. And we, we are addicted to social media. Like, I admit it. Mm-hmm. I'm addicted. Everybody else is addicted and you're lying if you're not <laughs> at this point. But um, why is the world so draining? Can we talk about that? I think. And ways to kind of. <laughs> I guess, dim the drainingness as a one human being. There's just so many instances in life where you have to show up as either either as (laughs) yourself, exactly, either as yourself or as someone, as someone else. So an example of that is like work. If you work, you have a job, you have to show up there. That's energy. If you go to school, that's energy. If you like have, if you're a content creator, that's energy. Just kind of the things that you do on the side, that's energy. So it's, (laughs) If you're giving, 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 like, what are you taking back for yourself? And I think that is also a lesson learned. As you get older, you don't always need to be with people. You don't need to be around everyone all the time. You don't have to be under people. Like, understand what it means to be alone and, like, vibe with yourself. Because if you can't, like, if you can't go to dinner by yourself or, like, you can't, like, go on a walk by yourself. That's genuinely Go to the grocery store by yourself without, like, getting anxious. Like, 
it's time to, and I'm not a doctor, like what works for me doesn't work for you. I just want to disclaimer on that, but it's time to get comfortable with being alone because just think through all the times, like every time you pick up your phone, every time you go to the work, the work, every time you go to work, like it's taking mm-hmm. something out of you. So it's like, what do you have for yourself? And then you don't even know what you're walking into. Can we talk about that? Cause work can be so different. Like I'll, I'll have some days that I'm like, I get home and I'm like, bro, I am so drained right now. Mm-hmm emotionally mentally like physically like all of the above and again it's like then you have days where it's not like that and like you get home and you feel good and you know you're in a better headspace but then there may be something that triggers you that day from like your family or like your personal life like there's so many different like triggers and then you're con we're constantly watching like i don't know if you guys saw it was on twitter that's where i get most of my news um usually or cnn um but there was a, another active like shooter at a school and it made me feel so sad. And I think I tweeted about it at one point. Cause it made me feel f- like I was honestly just, just me being transparent. Like it's so normalized in these past couple of years. Like even when I was in high school, like I remember this happening even when I was in high school, like the amount of school shootings and like how there was like that shooting, you know, like the kindergarten shooting and then like Columbine. the high Columbine, which that happened like late nineties where, when like school shootings started to really pick up in the United States. But now we're in a space where it's like 2021. And like, if you tell me there was a school shooting yesterday, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to say, yes, unfortunately there was one. And you know why? Because we still have the same fucking gun control laws. Like they always, every single time a tragedy like this happens, the discussion is we're going to fix the gun laws. We're going to, the gun laws don't get fixed. And they're actually just getting worse, like in Texas and shit, you know, like everywhere else, because they have their own agency over that. But I genuinely saw that on Twitter and I was like, like, this isn't new. Like, this is depressing, but like, I'm not shocked at all. And I don't know if that's positive, if that's negative. Like, I don't know how to feel. So, I don't know. We're processing these things. I saw this meme that was like, that was this guy and like, he's like taking a picture in like the mirror, right? Like, obviously when you take the picture, it's like one picture here of you taking the picture and then the other side. So he put me on Instagram, me on Twitter. And then the middle said so much information. Wow. Oh, well. And I was like, this is literally our life. We consume so much information. The brain is not even like, this is why we feel drained. Not only from the world, but like from social media specifically, but then there's also your personal world and like your family and like your friends and your work. And there's so many different things. It's crazy Mm -hmm. thinking of it that way. It's your time though. Like you decide. Period. I tell people that all the time. Like, I was talking to somebody earlier about this, like how people are always like, well, I don't want to get my master's because, and again, I don't want to get my master's personally, but I'm just saying like some people will be like, no, I don't want to go back to school. Or like if people that haven't gone to college, they'll be like in their late twenties. They're like, I don't want to go back. No, like I'll be like 30 something by the time I end. And I'm like, you're still going to be that. Like the time is still going to pass. I don't necessarily you have know? a feeling towards my age. Like I'm just kind of like, it is what it is. And it's also yeah. like a blessing to be able to age and right. to be able to be, I don't want to say be where I'm at, but to be able to have the opportunities that I have at my age that I know that my ancestors did not, like that is Period. the biggest blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something, and I think like it's the level of gratitude as well. Cause like, I don't know who told me this, but I forget, I remember hearing like 
you the people that age um beautifully are the people that were not bitter didn't hate on other people and were overall like good human beings so i always think about that because i feel like that's true like you know like people that are so mean and like hate the world and hate everybody it's like what do you gain from just that? like mind your business yeah and just like be nice like it literally it costs like zero cents to be nice and you get so much more out of life by being nice because like you just change maybe you'll make a friend maybe you just change somebody's life maybe you just made them feel better like yeah, maybe someone was themselves. having a bad day yeah maybe they were having a shitty day so yeah i just want to end it here because we could literally talk forever but be a good human clearly that's what we were talking about so be a good human um remind yourself that you are a human not a fucking robot because we're getting to a space now with social media that it feels like we're robots and robots have to wake up and show up whether they want to or they're not so if you don't feel a certain way that day as a human relax chill out do what you need to do to make Call yourself out. feel better yeah like do what you got to do to make yourself feel better and be a good person and impact other people in a positive way thank you both for being my iconic guest um tap into their podcast per usual everything in the information below as always, um, and thank you. I will see you on my next podcast, whatever YouTube content that I decide to post. Thank you. Bye.